You don't know that. You don't know that. I'm hearing talks of having Scotty be the full-time point guard. That's nuts. That's nuts. Like he's going to play like the Ben Simmons type of role. He's no Ben Simmons, man. I'm sorry. But he's not. He's definitely not. <laughs> he's, he's better. Yeah, I was, that's what I was going to say. Welcome back to another episode of Quarter Kings. You're with your host, Austin Chang. And with me, of course, every other week is Ryan Hugh. How you doing, bro? Good, bro. I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Just a bit tired, you know. Woke up early, early. Of course, we're recording early nowadays. But that's just as a point. So, actually, I want to give you the opportunity to introduce a topic this week. So, why don't you go ahead? All right. So, this week, we're going to be talking about a few, few free agency stuff. We're going to dive into... The trades, the free agency signings that went down, um, potential landing free agents, and Damian Lillard. We're going to talk a bit about him as well, but... Uh, still talking about this guy? We're still about, talking about Damian? Yes, sir. Shit, sir. But, you know, we don't do this alone, you know? That's our thing. Of so, course. let's go right into it. He'll shoot through anyone. He'll take any foul. But he'll always finish strong. He's the boxer, Andre Powell. <laughs> I appreciate the introduction, man. I do, I do. Look at this guy. This guy never appreciates my rhymes. Austin just shaking No, man, it's head. great. It's great, dude. It's great. <laughs> so, yeah. Welcome, Andre. Andre's another friend from school. What's up, everyone? Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, Andre has his own channel, too. He is also a content creator. So, go subscribe to that if you can. <laughs> you gotta you gotta link it though. We they don't even know what it is. What is it? Uh Plow Fit. Plow fit? Oh it's, it's fitness? Yeah, yeah. It's hey, actually bet. a mixture. It's like fitness, it's like fitness, lifestyle, and then boxing as well. Everything in one. Oh motivation. I see, I see. It's very yeah. motivational. Yeah. Give that a look if you guys if you guys can. Yeah. Alright, so like I do with any other guest, Andre, who is your favorite player? Um Kobe Bryant, that's easy. Safe answer. answer, safe answer. Safe, safe answer. answer. <laughs> what about uh, current? Current? Um, Jimmy yeah. Butler. Ooh, okay. 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 That's I better see, than I the see. last ones we've had. <laughs> Not the glazing. Yeah, no glazing. glazing. What about a team? Team. Um, well, definitely Raptors, obviously. Raptors yeah. are fun. Um, yeah. Because of Kobe. No, actually, I've been a Laker fan my whole life, too. Um, so those are the two for sure. Damn. Okay. Okay. So yeah. you're pretty. Were you satisfied or unsatisfied with the season postseason run the Lakers had this year? Well, and any person would tell you. <laughs> like we all saw memes on, on on the internet, like about how people were trolling the Lakers at the start of the season, and then to see where they finished. Come on, man! Especially beating Golden State. So that was that was in my opinion. Having to go against Denver and Denver was uh, a a powerhouse in the postseason, right? So sure. I would I would hats off to them having to turn it around, especially with the um um mid season moves they made, you know, getting Rui and uh and Russell. So I, I I was I was satisfied with that performance, man. Even though it was a sweep. Yeah, listen, yep. man, it is they shouldn't have been in the playoffs, bro. Like they barely yeah. made the playoffs, dude. They were like 
they were going crazy in the last few games just to no, make you're playoffs. Right, you're right, They're you're making right. the conference finals is crazy. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just know some people weren't satisfied with because they were like LeBron doesn't get swept, you know. Uh, but yeah. you know, like LeBron's what he was pushing thirty seven. He's thirty eight now, and it's like he was pulling the team. So for them to just go as far as they did, considering how the season started, it's a win, man. Any person who wants more, I understand because the Lakers are a winning franchise. Yeah. Sometimes you know it is what it is. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Um, let's go right into the topics. Today, I want to start with the free agency grading. So, we're just going to be teachers, quote-unquote, and we're going to say what grade we're going to give each of these signings that I'm going to mention. Cool with that? Let's do it. Yep. Do it? All right. So, some of these I'm not going to mention. They're, like, hella small, but I think I thought of some of the more big deals, and we're going to take into consideration fit, contract and length of the contract okay all right so my number one thing that i thought was pretty pretty interesting the Cavs signing george niang to a three-year 26 million dollar contract andre let's start with you what do you grade this um honestly i haven't i haven't really been too kept up with the Cavs, so i can't really give too much of a grade on on uh that type of player. I don't want to seem like someone who's just talking, you know? So I wasn't too, too focused on the Cavs, so I can't really give anything on that. All right. Okay. That's fair. Uh, what do you think of George Yang as the player? Yeah, listen. Honestly, you're saying his name. That's like the first time we're hearing <laughs> oh, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. That's cool. Don't worry about it. Austin? Yeah. Bro, honestly, you said, like, most interesting, and you started with George Yang, bro. That's a bit crazy, bro, but... Uh, they they did need a three like Isaac or Carl like probably wasn't going to be a good starting three. Osmond's I think is already gone. Like they needed someone to fill that gap and for three years, why not bring someone in that can be a three and D guy? We've seen him be productive in Philadelphia. Obviously, last season, uh, Philadelphia is shooting like they they none of them could shoot like none of the role yeah. players could shoot. But in the past, we've seen that he can provide some of that boost. Like I don't know why I want to say this name, but like a Dylan Brooks kind of kind of fit. Like he's pesky defender, but he can shoot on the other end. Maybe not the best time to bring up Dylan Brooks, but yeah, I think I think it's probably a B or a B plus. You know, it's not a bad deal bringing someone that's three and D. Why not? Twenty six mil. I think that's a fair enough contract for three years. I gave it a B plus as well. For sure. Let's not go too long since Andre doesn't know this guy. But... <laughs> <laughs> Grizzlies signed Derek Rose to a two year, six point five million dollar contract. I think you know this guy. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, honestly, I think, I think it's a, it was, it was an interesting move, but a smart move considering all the drama that's been going on in Memphis and considering what, you know, that we all know the trouble Jaws been in, what better player to bring in as a veteran than Derrick Rose, someone who's been at the top, who's led Chicago, had a deep playoff run, youngest MVP in NBA history. Why not have a player like that come in, try and mentor him for two years, prepare him. So then when his time is up, you know, Jaw can take the team to where um, they're potentially able to go. So I really like that move in terms of, not not more so in terms of like, I get it, they're a young team, but the mentorship for Jaw, that's how I looked at it. Mm. I like that. Oh, and I a, like... Grade, a grade, I would give it, I would give it a, about a B, B plus. I would, I really would. 
It's also um, Derrick Rose's homecoming in terms of where he played in college. That's very true, actually. Even change his number for it, too. Yeah, so do you think he'll change back to the number? (laughs) To 23? Yeah. Oh, he already did. His jersey's 23. Oh, for sure. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's sick. That's sick. But yeah, Derek Rose, um, Austin, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'd give it an A+. Plus. Like, I think there's no better scenario to, to sign a guy like D. Rose. I think he knows at this point. Like, Okay, here's the thing. I think with D. Rose, I think he still has something left in the tank. We I've seen him back in Detroit 2021. He's still a productive player when he starts. But I, I guess he's more comfortable with being kind of this mentor uh, in this mentor role now. Like he doesn't want to go too crazy with the minutes, especially with the injuries his body has been through. So why not? $6.5 million for two years. That's such a cheap price for a backup point guard who I think can actually provide when he plays. And, you know, he only needs to play about 25 games of, of like, big minutes just because of Jaw's suspension. And when, he, when Jaw's back, he can settle back into that leadership role, like, there's no better guy you want to bring in to, to help mentor that team. So, yeah, definitely an A-plus for me. I'm giving it an A-, simply because of when he plays. Because uh, Memphis does need a backup point guard. But if you're a backup point guard, not saying he's unreliable, but if he is kind of injury-prone, I don't know who you're going to slide up. Like, Desmond Bain up to the one. I'm not mm. too sure how that'll work out. I'm, right? I mean, the thing is, what, what, I mean, the last few seasons, he actually has been relatively healthy. He just doesn't play. He just doesn't get the minutes. And, it, I mean, he's had a, almost a year off of full rest. He's been recovering probably this offseason. Like, I think he's he should be ready to go. And every team has injuries. If they don't have a point guard, like, I think you can slot up even, like, David Roddy up to that up to that spot. Like, he's shown that he has some ball control in him. So, like, uh, big guy. Kenny Lofton. No, nah, no, nah, nah, Kenny Lofton, bro. <laughs> Kenny Lofton's going to he's gonna break the floor if he starts dribbling, bro. <laughs> Yeah, but I think A minus for me. But I love the signing. I think yeah. the mentorship is going to be for real there. Yeah, yeah anywhere D Rose goes, I love D Rose, man. Like anywhere he goes, I I support it, bro. Mm-hmm. Sure, for sure. Might just have to cop a jersey. <laughs> not a jersey, not a jersey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a home another homecoming. The Heat trade Victor Oladipo back to the Thunder. Yeah, thoughts on that one. Yeah, um, I, listen, the, the, the situation in Oklahoma is a little interesting, you know, um, in the past few seasons, like, they start, they're struggling to find an identity going from, they had Russ, and then they brought in Sh- uh, Shea, and Shea being the starting guard and everything, and then now, Victor Oladipo going back, I mean, I think it, it'll definitely it could it, it'll he'll definitely add a spark to the team because we know he's an explosive scorer and he can get things done and just a matter of him staying healthy because I know he's been battling injuries consistently right so um, I would say I'm stuck man you know what I'll just give it an A for now you're uncertain so you give it an A <laughs> yeah. um, bro. Yo, you'll be a great teacher bro. <laughs> How I see it is is him potentially being back, you know, especially as, a, as a, uh, someone who's been a veteran and bounced around. Like, he can relate to – he can, like, explain to these young players coming in that, you know, sometimes you think a spot's guaranteed for you, and it's really not. And he bounced around a lot. So maybe he can provide some guidance to that locker room because it is a young team, so. Fair, fair. I feel like uh... – I feel like this trade was probably just a cap dump for Miami. I mean, they they really were stuck on their books. And in all honesty, like, I love Old Depot, but right now he's injured, and, and I, I think this trade was just made for 
OKC to waive him. Like, I think they're just going to waive Oladipo. I think he's injured at this moment currently. And just sending back two second-round picks, like, this is just a trade from Miami to make to free cap space for a Dame, a Dame trade maybe. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably just like a C for me. Like, I think this is just one of those trades that you just make for business. But if Oladipo does stick around in OKC, like, it's definitely an interesting veteran presence, like, just to have him around some of the young guys because they really don't have any vest. I think they're the youngest team in the league right now. Yeah, so, they don't. They yeah, don't. so just to have someone that can talk to these young guys. And you're right, Oladipo has been on a couple of teams. He has been on, I feel like, every role he, he's been on. Like, he's been a bench guy. He's been kind of a starter that just doesn't touch the ball. He's been that guy in Indiana. And mm-hmm. in Miami, he was that guy that just came off as, as a spark plug off the bench. So I think he does have a lot of valuable information to give to these young guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think for Oladipo, it, it's kind of a homecoming since he was in OKC with Russ. And now he has a new alpha. He has Shader. So, but they don't have any veteran presence like you guys said earlier. So um, him being uh, a bench guy, since you don't want to eat up Josh Gay's minutes, you don't want to eat up uh, Lou Dort's minutes. So, I think Victor Oladipo being there, he can be like, yo, um, the hustle guy. He he kind of fulfills the Derrick Rose uh, role back in New York, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Because inj- past injury guy, but now he's the big, he's the old guy. So, talking to the young ones like that. I think it's a, I think it's a B. I think, I think Miami had to do what they had to do for Dame. But it was smart for the Thunder to bring in all depot. Yeah, and they have a lot of cap space. Like, why not just bring someone in? And a yeah. buttload of draft picks, so it wasn't anything for them. <laughs> yeah, they they need to get actually they need to get rid of some of these draft picks because they got to the point where they have too many draft picks and not enough roster spots. Like they they had like I don't know they got to do something with these picks. Okay, here's my here's been my thing. I think the NBA should consider like increasing roster spots to like seventeen or eighteen considering the amount of talent that is coming into the league now. But then Capster should be kind of an issue, wouldn't it? I mean, veteran, like, veteran minimums and minimum contracts can just go around like that easily. I guess, yeah. Because they still have two-way contracts. That's, like, an extension. That's, like, 17 roster spots in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but, yeah, I think, like, yeah, some, some guys just uh, yeah, aren't getting playing time. Some guys are just not on rosters that should be on rosters. So, yeah, I, I could see that. Being like a change that they can it's make. the same thing for like in my opinion all-star rosters i know this is a little off topic <laughs> but i think they should increase the number of players that make the all-star team each year because that pool was only for when the team when the league was like 24 teams 26 teams and now it's 30 teams but consistently each year they bring in so many like there's so much better talent nowadays that Making snubs is such an easy thing to do because there's there's just so much talent that goes around, right? Mm, I kind of like it though. I, I like having like this kind of like a competition or like, you know, I, I feel like NHL they 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 have a thing where like they just kind of have one guy from every team and like sometimes there are guys that make the All Star team that shouldn't even be there. I I rather have it be competitive and like have guys be snubbed a lot than have just like a bunch of random guys in the All Star team because even the last few seasons like. Lamella Ball probably shouldn't have been an all-star. Like, so, There's some guys that probably shouldn't make it that are making it, and injuries play a part, so I feel like every year like it's still consistent. Like, You'll, you'll still get guys that are young that get in. The vets will probably get their spot, so I, I think the all-star is, is fine for now. For now, for now. Andre, what do you, what do you think of that? Um, 
I was like, I'm actually torn between you two because you guys both bring up good points, right? But I, 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 I am a fan of them increasing it, but, but also, like uh, Austin said, like sometimes you get some guys get snubbed, and then you're just having random players in. Like Lamelo Ball was a good example, even though I do feel like that particular season I would actually give him a spot because he was playing out of his mind, right? Um, but. I'm actually torn, so I can't really make a like a definitive point on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, like, I just think roster spots should be increased, maybe like one, one mm-hmm. spot or something. But I think that's that wouldn't even need to happen in the next few seasons, considering the the potential for expansion teams to come in. Correct. Correct. That speaking of which, speaking of which, where do you guys think these teams will be? will be held I mean there's one obvious answer New and Mexico New Mexico <laughs> no, yeah Maine bro Maine needs a team dude it's a team. I think that okay I'll just point the two obvious ones I, I think Vegas and Seattle are probably the two most likely destinations that's what they've been yeah. talking about yeah oh uh, yeah Supersonic's back and some with Vegas cause you know they're just getting teams everywhere but, yeah, um, yeah. I'd have to agree with those two. I, I was, I would like even the season where they moved Seattle to uh, OKC. I wasn't even like, I don't know the, the the details of it, but I know that something went down where Seattle kind of got like shafted for that team. So I'd like to see a team back in Seattle. I would love to see a team in Las Vegas, you know, because you know they they've just been over the past five, six years, they've just been blowing up with teams, right? So that'd be cool. And me, you know, we're all, we're both Canadian, uh, obviously Canadian, so I would like to see a team back in Vancouver. Vancouver, yes. Yeah, honestly, you know? So, I would love to see that. Two Canadian teams, right? Come on. Yeah, like, I think, yeah. We need more than one. Come on, like, we can kind of that the Raptors represent all of Canada. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, you got an East Coast Canadian team and you got a West Coast Canadian team. Right, exactly. right. Yeah. yeah. I think Vancouver is definitely a spot for me. I would also love to see expansion down even further below uh, Mexico City or Tijuana. I think that offers a lot of potential for um, fans from uh, South America and Central America to join in on the fray as well. Since uh, expansion is such a big part. like The NBA is actually just an international sport now. It's You see players from Europe, from Africa from Asia, like they're all just coming all together in in the U.S. to play. So I think having teams in Mexico and Canada would be a great idea. But if we're sticking to like the U.S. only, Seattle, um, Nevada, or Las Vegas, and I'm gonna say it, uh, Alabama. Alabama. They got a. I think Alabama got um, a big basketball crowd there, especially with the college team there. So I think Alabama wouldn't be a bad choice. Yeah, I was thinking, you mean like Louisville? Like somewhere East Coast that it's like kind of near Carolina. Like they don't have a lot of teams there. I feel like they could maybe add one more over there, maybe. Or consider adding a West Coast team and moving Memphis back to the Eastern Conference because it does not make sense for <laughs> yeah. that. The geography is a bit crazy. <laughs> Maybe like Montana or Kansas, but I don't know yet. <laughs> it needs to be like a good sounding city. Like you can't have Montana. Like Montana just doesn't sound like an NBA team. 
I mean, Montana, like Montana, Hannah is Hannah, Montana. I don't, I don't know. Stop, but... stop. Too much, too much rhyming for you, bro. You're not a rapper, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those were the teams I, the cities that I think could have a team potentially. Definitely want to see Vancouver though. I would love to see that too. Yeah, uh, no. All right, all right. Uh, Lakers signed Gabe Vincent from the Miami Heat to a three-year, $33 million contract. How are we thinking about that? Austin, uh, yeah, Andre, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, I, I don't, like, know too, 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 too much about Gabe Vincent's uh, game, but I know that he was playing, you know, a good role for Miami. So considering where the Lakers were and how the season ended, I understand why they picked him up. Um, I think it was a good fit for the team. Um, they're just gonna have to work out like the in terms of like the guard positions what they're gonna do because I think now now they have a they have a bunch of guards now so they have to work something out there. Um, but yeah, so I would I would give it I would give it a B plus honestly. I like him. Yeah, I think Gavis. I mean, I like Gavis as a player. Like he's a good shooting guard. Uh, not shooting. He's a good shooting guard like he's a guard that can shoot mm-hmm. and for 10 million like it doesn't hurt to bring him in like if it was a, for a bit more than that maybe i'll be kind of skeptical because i feel like his game he just kind of got lucky in this situation in miami because he's probably not a starting point guard for most championship teams or even like contending teams but if he's gonna be coming off the bench playing maybe like third line minutes because he's behind reeves probably russell as well like why not 10 million doesn't hurt he's, he can shoot he can defend he's kind of in that Damian Lee role, I feel like he can, he's, that's a comparison I can bring up. Maybe even Ty Jerome. Uh, may, maybe a bit of Landry Shaman. Just something that can come off and give a bit of a spark, a different look to teams. So, I mean, probably just a C plus. Like, I'm not moved by the move at all, but it doesn't hurt to bring him in for $10 million. I give it a B. Uh, I think Gabe Vincent leaving Miami for nothing because they didn't get anything returned. That's a big steal by the Lakers, considering... Miami no longer has that that point guard anymore. But uh his fit is what not that it confuses me, I'm not I'm just not too sure about his rotation right now. Since right. Dilo's definitely starting. Uh Reeves is probably your next man off the bench. So off the bench. Reeves off the no Reeves has gotta play forty minutes, bro. You think so? Ru- Russell better accept that bench role or something, because Reeves is the third best player. Okay. <laughs> what are you saying, man? <laughs> Uh, but I think uh, Gabe Vincent being a guy off the bench for sure, $10 million, um, not that bad of a price considering the contracts that are given out nowadays. But still, I don't know what his fit is. I don't know what he... He's a little undersized too, you know? He's like six one, they run there. Yeah. It's a little tough for him to find a role, especially with all these like guys towering above him. So um, I'm going to give it a B and we'll see from here. But I did like the move considering Lakers kind of just snagged him up. Yeah, I mean Miami didn't have a choice. So like, if they traded Gabe Vincent, who is their point guard? Like, <laughs> they had no point guards on that roster. So that's why they're clearing up for Dame. Oh man, if they don't get Dame, that'd be so embarrassing. They could have had Bradley Beal. Could have, could have, but that didn't happen. Uh, the Pacers sign Bruce Brown. To two-year, forty-five million contract. Austin, let's start with you on this one. Yeah, th- th- this is a really big deal. One of the more surprising ones for me because 
I mean, I thought Bruce Brown was just going to sign that two-year deal with, with Denver State, or the one-plus-one where he's probably going to opt out and get a big contract next year. But I was surprised to see Indiana send that offer sheet. They've been really active this offseason. Mm-hmm. But his fit in Indiana, it actually works. He can be their starting three guard, even though he's a bit undersized. He can still play up to positions like that. And, I mean, for the I don't know what their direction is. I don't know what they want to do. It seems like they want to start competing soon. And to offer him a contract this big, like, he's probably going to be playing starting minutes. But, you know, I actually like Bruce Brown. I've been hiring him, and I'll probably give it a B. Like, usually with these kind of deals where you kind of sign a, a guy that played well on a championship team, they get overpaid, it, it seems like. But I think when Bruce Brown in his game translates to a lot of teams. So, yeah, it doesn't hurt to bring him in as their 3 and D guy. And especially now that he's been actually – I feel like every season he's been improving on something. Like, his finishing was better last season. He improved the shooting this season. Like – this is a guy that could still be improving right now, so maybe this this could look like a, a decent contract and by the time it's done. So yeah, probably a B or a B plus. Nice, nice. Andre? Um, yeah, once again, I don't know too 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 too. Bruce much, Brown? Uh, you don't know Bruce Brown. Brown. Well, honestly, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be totally honest with you guys. Around like playoff season, uh semester guard was like real real, real busy. Oh, and right. I, was, I was also competing and stuff, so it was hard for me to catch up on games and while trying to manage your schoolwork, so Mm, um, I do bad. know a little bit about him, um, but not enough to be like, yeah, you know, I can give a definitive mm-hmm. report on him. So I have to pass on this one. No, but we agree he's cool though, right? Yeah, 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 no, no. yeah he's <laughs> cool. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> I like the signing, uh, Pacers getting Bruce Brown, considering he was probably the number three best player during the championship run. No, he wasn't, right? Number three or four at times in certain stretches. Yeah, he was. Stretch stretches. Okay, that's fine. Okay, all right, yeah. But 245 mil, that's actually quite a bargain considering you already, you just extended Tyrese Halliburton as well. And what, five-year five year deal, right? <laughs> yeah, but a bargain, a two-year 45? I mean, with all the contracts going on now, I think that's not too bad considering he, you're bringing a guy with championship experience now. I mean, yeah, I guess, but Reeves, I mean, Reeves got criminally underpaid. Like, that's a bargain. Bruce Brown's like a 20 mil for a, a 3 and D guy that came off the bench for a, for a team. Like, nah, I, I could see why that wouldn't be a bargain. Like, I, pro- I would say, like, maybe in, in the next two years if he plays good, it's, like, just, it's, I don't know what the word is. Like, it's balanced. Like, perfect. it's a good deal. It's, a, it's like a normal deal, like a perfect deal. Mm-hmm. But for now, like, it's looking a bit like they kind of jumped the gun too hard. Well, if they gave him like sixty mil, definitely an overpay. But I think I don't think forty five mil is too anything too crazy, right? I mean, twenty two mil for a player like that. I don't know. I think he was worth around like sixteen, seventeen mil. That's probably what I would have given up for him. But I mean, if the Pacers want to compete, like the fits there, like yeah, I guess yeah, twenty mil. Like why not? Like if he fits, well, he that still fits. The team. He fits their timeline. He fits the needs they have. So or like they they need the stuff they need. So well. You bring him in, you bring in that veteran leadership, that experience, and you might as well have a 7 or 8 team now. Mm-hmm. A 7 or 8 team. I'm giving it a B. Yeah. I say that and I give it a higher grade. <laughs> 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 Raptors signed Dennis Schroeder to a two-year $26 million contract. Andre, you know about Dennis Schroeder, right? Just, just of course. Checking. Okay. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair to say. Um, All right. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think uh, I think it was a good move, man. It was like, you know, you lose Freddie, like who's left in the market, who's played in the playoffs, 
who's had a significant role, you know, who's also played a backup role, like who's done, who's one worn, worn so many hats where you can potentially put him in, have him there for a bit, you know, figure out which, where the Raptors' direction is going, right? Since losing Freddie, um, I think it was a good move. Um, I would, I would give it. It's two years, twenty six, right? Yes, sir. Uh, so about yeah, thirteen. I would, I would give it a a a, a B plus. I think it was a good move, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh-huh. do you th- do you think he'll be starting behind, like in the starting lineup, or he'll be the backup now, with Scotty moving up to point guard? Hmm. Well, Scott, usually wait. You said Scotty's playing the one. Scotty can play the one. We've seen that before. He can I handle the ball. We have, but like, are they gonna do that? I don't think they'll do that. Yeah, for they, the they game. Do I that. think it's depending on who they. You play. don't know that. You don't know that. I'm hearing talks of having Scotty be the full time point guard. That's nuts. That is nuts. Like he's going to play like the Ben Simmons type of role. He's no Ben Simmons, man. I'm sorry. But... He's not. He's definitely not. <laughs> he's better. Yeah, I was, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, man, that's a that's a that's a hot take to say, man. Him playing the one. Um, well, if he's playing the one, I don't think you could slide shooter to the two, honestly. So I think he'd have to come off the bench. But I think they're going to start the season probably with him starting. And to have Scotty at the at the two or three, so I think in my opinion that makes the most sense. I don't know what you guys think, but no, I, I completely agree. Like everything you said, I I completely agree. I mean, yeah. Scotty, Scotty, point guard, come on, man. Like, okay, maybe at the end of games, if that's the if that's what they need, like if that's what the the game calls for, then yeah, have him there. But oh. Scotty playing the full time one when you have someone like Shooter who listen, I love Shooter. Like I was dogging him because he flops so much. He's annoying, but like now he's on our team. I love him, bro. Like he's a cool guy. Thirteen <laughs> mil, like a two-year point guard. We and Andre was right. Like we don't know the direction we're going right now. Like he's a guy that I feel like can fit if we're tanking or for winning. Like he's a guy that can win. He's a guy that can help mentor the young guys. He's a good locker room presence. Everyone loves him. He supports his teammates wherever he goes. So hey, why not thirteen mil? Bring him in. That's a great deal. But mm-hmm. Scotty at point guard, I don't know about that, man. Like I don't know. we got <laughs> we got OG, we got Pascal, we got Otto Porter coming back. And that's a lot of that's a lot of forwards to go around. Bro, Otto Porter is forever in the hospital. OG can't even dribble a ball, bro. Like this guy might be gone next season. Siaka might get traded before this season. Like man, I think I think we're fine. And then Pirtle's like he's like our forty-eight minute starting center. Like he's the only one that plays. Center. So <laughs> he's we're, the good there. There. We're, we're good there, bro. <laughs> no, no love for Precious. Like <laughs> no, no, that guy's Gonzo too. That guy's gonna. Oh God. <laughs> All right, but you know how like they might go to Miami, so that leaves spot for Lowry to go. Is that a possibility to come back? Lowry. Yeah. I mean, listen, it would be, listen, I'm a big Lowry fan. I've been a fan of him when he was playing in, in, in Houston, right? Um, So, I mean, in terms of, like, legacy and then respect, all that, yeah, sure, it would be cool. But in terms of, because we don't know the direction, what, other than um, veteran leadership and veteran mentorship, what other service would Lowry add to such a young Raptor team, right? So... And we don't really know what's going to go on. Like, we're, uh, the OG is going to be Austin brought up a good point. We don't know what OG is going to be. We don't know if Tiakam staying or going. So it's an awkward situation. So if there's a chance to bring him in for, like, you know, not too, too much money, sure. But don't break the bank or break your back trying to bring him back, you know? So, yeah, for sure. Like, get him on, if at minimum, like, if it's there, 
why not? Like, to have mm-hmm. someone like that, like, this team has always struggled with leadership, I feel like, in the past. So, like, yeah, it would help. But if, Siak- like, Siakam, OG, like, if everyone's gone and it's just young guys, like, I would feel bad for Larry to be stuck on this team when he wants to win another championship. Yeah, another chip for him. Yeah. I'd say go to Chicago, if anything. Reunite <laughs> with DeRozan. Mm, that's that actually wouldn't stuff. be too bad. That's that would be too bad, stuff. honestly. That team has no direction, dude. I feel, <laughs> I feel bad for those guys in Chicago. I mean, they just lost Pat Bev to the to the 76ers, right? Yeah, they did. They did. So, who knows? How did you so, find that deal? Did, did you like the Pat Bev deal, Ryan? The Pat Bev to Philly? Yeah. I thought it was an okay move. I, th- I didn't think it was anything too groundbreaking. But, it's not um, elite changing to you? That's not elite changing. It's, it's, it's not that elite changing to me. Because James Harden's still on the roster, so that's just, that's still their starting guard alongside Tyrese Maxey, right? So I don't know if that's groundbreaking news right now, but uh, if Philly makes a push for Dame, in my opinion, they have a good shot at that. Um, That might be a little more significant considering he's the next only guard right. next up. Here's right? my question then. What's more significant, this deal or the Georges Niang to Cleveland deal? I mean, Georges <laughs> Niang to Cleveland was pretty, was pretty groundbreaking to me. All right, dude. They, had no, they had no small forward, right? <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, Philly has no real point guards. Like, if he called, if he called James Harden like a turnover machine, that that a point guard, then I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Sean's fired. Oh, <laughs> hey, I'm not a James Harden fan. I'm not taking it. <laughs> all right, dude. That's all good. That's all good. All right, all right. So, um, speaking of point guards and moving on. Fred VanVleet, three-year, $130 million deal to the Rockets. That was This was a big deal. The biggest deal of the season. Yes, sir. And I got to say, like, I think this deal is, it is a lot of money for Fred VanVleet. It probably isn't the greatest, but listen, bad contracts go around the league these days like it's nothing. And for the fifth that he's going to have in Houston, I love it. Like, there's a bunch of young guards. It does sound weird because they have so much guards. Like, you need a veteran guard that can set the table that can play with these young guys when they're bad. Because here's the thing. A lot of times with these young players, they don't have a guy that can set them up, teach them the ways, like teach them a good system, and like give them the ball in the spots they need. And then you end up finding guys that are bust that even like, I feel like, you know, Wiseman, but like, there's some guys that maybe like Bagley, where like he just never gets put in the spot. He never gets the ball in the right spots to, you know, produce. So if you have Van Vliet, he can set up the guys. He can, you know, teach, teach them because, I mean, they're all guards. They're all the young players pretty much. Like, he's a guy that can just be there, help the guys, teach them how to play good basketball, mentor them, and, you know, just teach them winning ways. Like, I love bringing in young guards like this, or veteran guards, to help the young guards get better. I think basketball-wise, love the deal. Contract-wise, not so much. But from the basketball point of view, Fred Van Vliet was an undrafted guard. And... All these young guys, they're what? Lottery picks, first round draft picks. They they didn't really have to they, they had to work, but compared to what Fred had to do, like he bet on himself constantly. And then you have um what? Um Eamon Thompson just coming in. You have um Kevin Porter Jr., you have um uh Green. Like these guys were just lottery picks. They it kinda came easier to him, but then they're not taking it seriously down in Houston. So you bring in a guy with a 
hard work ethic, a hard, like, you've seen the video of him training with uh, Green, right? Van Vliet and Green just training, just running down the hill. I think that's that's really good hard work, really good leadership right there off the bat. I think uh, basketball-wise, he does a lot already to show the type of culture he wants to implement there in uh, with the Rockets. So I think basketball-wise, A+. Contract-wise, C+. So we'll average that to maybe a B, B-. minus. I didn't give it a grade. I, I, I'd give it an A. I, I, I love it. Even with the contract, nah, I, I think it's fine. Bad contracts go around the league like it's nothing. I know, Bring him in. but still, still, still an overpay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's overpay, but they had like a million dollars of cap, like not a million, like a billion dollar of cap space. Like they had too much cap space. <laughs> but yeah, Andre. Mm, yeah, um, I'm like torn again between you two. You guys both bring up good points. I like how Austin brought up, uh, you know, bad contracts go around, and it's true. Like some players are really overpaid, but. Is it wrong to give Fred Van Lee that kind of money? Considering what, Ryan, you just said his story, where he's been, how far he's come. You know, that's like, he has like the, he's the epitome of like championship pedigree. And like you said, betting on yourself. So why not bring someone who's been to the top on a team that was counted out, you know? But they fought back and won. So why not bring that to a young franchise and then try and build from there? So I think it's a good move. Contract, sure, you can fight, yeah, a little overpaid, but I'm a I'm a big Fred Fred Van Lee fan, so you know I'm gonna say it's, I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm gonna give it an eight. Yes, you know? sir. Okay. Yes, There's sir. A bias yes, sir. There's a little bias, but you know, it doesn't hurt. I mean, I guess it doesn't, it doesn't hurt. hurt. He's the he'll probably be the only consistent guy like the next two years though. So yeah. I mean, you seen Jabari Smith? He's kind of going crazy. I don't know. He's he might take a step this year. I mean, like summer league Jabari, I like that guy. He's cooking. He's cooking. He's cooking for real. All right, all right. Um, another former Raptor, uh, Utah Watanabe, going to the Suns on a one-year contract. I love this deal. I think it's an A-plus by the Suns, because undisclosed amount, so probably a minimum. And uh, they bring in shooting and a big body, so uh, I think it's great, considering they have no money, right? Yeah. Like, they're bankrupt right now. So... <laughs> I actually want to tie tie in uh, the other minimum deal that they had. I want to like Eric Gordon also signed a minimum with this team as well. I think it was a two years six million. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much minimum deal. Yeah, pretty much. So, minimum. Watanabe and Eric Gordon pretty much for that minimum for this team is actually a lifesaver. I mean, they're lucky that they have KD, Beal, Booker because I feel like no like no vet would do this for just a random team. But I mean, Phoenix got it done, and whoever's negotiating these deals, I mean, good on them because Watanabe and Eric Gordon are both guys that could probably make upwards of 10 mil this season so i gotta give both of these deals an a a plus easily because these are rotation guys that you're playing in the playoffs and eric gordon's the one that i really want to talk about is because phoenix they had four guys they have aiden beal booker and katie starting they didn't have that fifth guy that they could rely on when it comes down to clutch time like when you need to have five guys that you can trust on the floor eric gordon easily fills that spot he plays rugged defense great shooter great leader He's a winner. He can play big minutes. He's a big body. He can dribble, attack the basket. I mean, he does everything you would want for a fifth guy on, on our on our starting lineup with these star studded players. So easily an A plus. Both of these deals. I just hope he doesn't trash the young guys on the team. No, hopefully he does, bro. Because Houston deserved it, man. Those guys are bums over there, man. <laughs> maybe Van Vliet will do that to them this season. You know. Maybe, maybe, but like, I don't want it to ruin the like chemistry if you're fighting for a championship. 
Oh, man. If you have Booker, Beal, Durant, like, you got tough love, bro, for real, man. That's just <laughs> tough love. Andre? Yeah, um... What's that guy's name again? Watson. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I do yeah, know. I, Utah. I just, say, just say Utah. Don't worry. Yeah, I do. I do know. Yeah, he was. He was playing for the Raptors a little bit, and um. So in terms of his, yeah, that I don't really too know too too much about him. But you bring up Eric Gordon. I do like that. That that's another good move. I like. And um, yeah. So Eric Gordon, I would I would give it. Uh, a B plus. The other guy, like I said, I don't really know too too much about him, so I can't I can't really give a grade on that one. <laughs> it sounds like you're gonna be giving me a lot of B pluses today. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking true. at what I see, and then I I see if it makes sense, and if it doesn't, then you know. Fair, Hopefully. fair. Yeah, I like the Eric Gordon deal as well. I think that's mm-hmm. a solid A considering the contract and what he brings. But we'll see if the fit works, because. You know, you can throw a lot of stars together, but that doesn't mean they'll win. The fit, the fit of Eric Gordon on the team. I mean, Eric Gordon's fit. He can fit on any. He fit on Houston's trash ass team, like, and he's fit on winning teams before too. Like, I think he's just a winner. Like, he he'll be the guy that does everything that the stars won't do. You know what I'm saying? That's, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. That's a he's good like a, point. He's like a plug and play kind of player. He's yeah. um he's just one of those like final roster spots. He just yeah, he's cool. Eric Gordon? He's like, a, if, he's like a starter on, like, on champion. He would start on, like, on Milwaukee. Like, he would start on, like, any championship team. He would start on Boston, I feel like. I feel like he's, it, like, big money. Yeah, if, if you consider, like, um, all the things you guys said in terms of what he can do, like, he brings a lot. So, um, it's definitely, for him, I see it's, like, a, 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 a potential to win a championship. And he said, you know what? I've played all these different roles. If my time is coming, let me just get a chip, and then I'll go from there. So I think it's, it was it was a really good move. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, just a few more because I want to move on to the remaining free agents as well. Right. Uh, Jeremy Grant resigns with the Blazers on five year one sixty mil, and this is considering the fact that Damian Lillard might leave. What does that mean for you guys? You want me to go? All right, because I feel like this deal is crazy. And I think this deal was pretty much agreed to before Dame requested the trade. And they're still, they're still going to have to go through it. They're like, they, they don't have to sign it, but, like, I mean, obviously, they can't be a dickhead and not sign it. But, damn, this deal is way too much for Jeremy Grant. Now, the thing, like I said with Van Vliet, bad contracts do go around. At the end of the day, it is tradable asset. And he is a good player, like, but the fit on this team right now, I just don't see it. Like, I, I, th- I have to give it a C just because the, the fit's not there. Like, he's going to be stranded on this team that is just trying to rebuild. And Grant, I mean, he does want the ball a lot, but when you have Scoot Henderson on the team, when you have Shane Sharp on the team, like, you don't want someone like this to kind of get too much touches. So, I mean, probably a C or even a C minus. Just too much money for a guy that you don't really want on your books for the next few seasons. I think it's empty calories at this point. I think he just got the bag, and now he's just going to do what he wants. He doesn't care about the development of the young guys. Yeah. Not saying I don't think he's the type of guy. Jeremy Grant's a great player, and he definitely has all-star potential, like we saw in Detroit. But, wow, 160 million. That is a lot of money for yeah. a guy that... the Portland's trying to rebuild right now. They don't need a 28, 29-year-old on the roster. They need to go younger. So 
I think he's going to play out this one season, request a trade next, like we did with Bradley Beal, like we did with Kevin Durant. Like, I think that's what's going to happen. Is he going to make it to the trade deadline, you think? No. Nah. He's probably gone. He's gone, he's gone, gone. Andre? Yeah, um... I have to say, um... It seems as though like, the, the move they made, uh, Portland, bringing, I guess bringing him back, um... For that contract, it is massive. Like you guys said, he is a good player. Um, he got his bag, so he's pretty much good. Um, but they also have Scoot, so it seemed like they're they're definitely preparing for Lillard. Lillard already announced that, yeah, you know what, I'm one out. So they're just securing whatever all-star talent they can. They're going to try and pair him up with Scoot and then go from there. So it is a massive contract. Even when I saw it, my jaw dropped, I'm not going to lie. I saw yeah, it. Bro, yeah. Really? I'm like, holy, this is this is what you guys are doing now? So, um, yeah, I, I'm not, I, I can't really give too, too much about it because I have to wait and see. Like, I want to see the, the tandem between him and Scoop. Then I could give you, like, a more accurate grade. But right now, considering the money, the situation, let's go, let's go, let's go with a B minus. How about that? Okay, change it up. No, but I think oh. you bring up a great point because... With with these all these young guys nowadays, like you kind of want to if they're if they're that good, like if Scoot is that good, you could definitely push for a, like a yeah, for contention yeah. as soon as possible. Like we seen him with Memphis, like John Morant on his rookie deal currently. This is kind of the best time, even with Doncic. I like, guess the best time to build around them because they're they're not making any money. So if you can get some talent around them, like Jeremy Grant, he's good. He's a good player. Like maybe if someone else wants to come through, you have a lot of cast space with all these young guys on the team. Like yeah, it's not it's not a bad idea to see if if this could work for now, and you know maybe next season they could build on top of this. That's actually a really good point. I did not even consider because Scoot would be in the number one pick in any other draft, in my opinion, yeah. if it weren't for one B. So if Scoot's your number one option moving forward, and you have a good number two in Jeremy Grant, there is a possibility they could be like top three seed next year, like right off the bat. Damn, that's a bold year. take. This year or next year? This year. This year. Three seed. You got to hold your horses, man. I'm sorry, bro. They don't <laughs> got no threes on the team, bro. They have no threes. I mean, if you're flipping Dame for... For who? Assets? Uh, for Ben Simmons? Oh, then, yeah, oh, top two no. seed, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's a top two seed right there. If you're flipping Dame, like, if you're trading him, you're going to get a buttload of stuff. And that stuff you get can either be valuable in the, in the now or you trade them for even more great pieces to surround your core right now. I just wish they traded Dame like two seasons Earlier. ago. Because they would have yeah. got so much more. They would have got the Rudy Gobert package for him. But now they're about... The six, they're, like the 6,000 draft picks? I know. but Yeah, they would have. But yeah, that's, that's interesting though. Next season, top three seed. Damn. Possibility. Like, there might be one point, you know, in the season where they enter like a top three. Oh, right, right, and then, right. And then slip back down. Because you forget, they still have Nurkic on the team, who yeah. one of my favorite players. I love Nurkic. Like, they still have yeah. Nurkic. He's a good starting center. Can play more than 30 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, interesting roster. But we'll see We'll see how it pans out from here, honestly. Right. It all depends on Scoot, honestly. Too much pressure uh, on this rookie. I know. Too much. Too, like, more than one be low-key. <laughs> oh, that guy's a bum. <laughs> that guy's a bum. He got dunked on, bro. Bro, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> How you seven five and get dunked on, bro? Come on, man. 
just I'll say two more. Hornets bring back Miles Bridges on a one-year deal. Um, I think the one-year seven point nine isn't too bad considering it's not even double digits. Uh, we just need to know if the locker room vibes will still be the same. Mm. I feel like they don't care in Charlotte. Like Lamelo <laughs> Ball is dating a thirty-four-year-old. He don't give a fuck. But Miles Bridges, like, I think he was waiting to see if there were any offers out there for him. But he signed that the qualifier offer, the qualifying offer instantly. Yeah, like, he, yeah. he didn't even wait. He literally just signed it right away. And I think he knew, like, in this situation, like, for the PR and whatever, like, if he signs a big contract, it looks so bad. And he knows that, like, he's a good player. Like, he's going to probably pick up where he left off, in my opinion. He's their starting three guard. He's He was their second best player, even their first best player at, mm-hmm. at, at certain points in the season when he played. So, yeah, I mean, I think there's a real grade you can give to this. Like, it's just something that you probably knew was going to happen. He's going to sign the qualifying offer, play a season out, then get his bag next season. So, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just some business going on. Mm-hmm. I think it was it was a fine deal. I don't think too much will happen. Like, regardless if, he, if the Hornets do well or bad, he's going to get the bag next season because he's just that type of guy, right? He, yeah. We saw the breakout last year. And he's probably just gonna pick up like he said. Yeah, uh, I don't think Andre's available right now, so just move on a little bit. Uh, last one I want to talk about is Grant Williams. Got traded, signed and trade to the Mavericks, and he signed a four-year, fifty-three million, which is actually a really good deal for his yeah. caliber player. Yeah, Boston just needed to... I mean, they had way too much money coming on the books for the next three seasons, especially if they're going to sign Jalen Brown. Like, there's just not enough cast space to go around. And for Dallas, perfect deal. Like, this is... He's a, he's a winning kind of player. He's one of the best shooters from the corner last season. Uh, great defender. He can defend threes, fours, sometimes even fives. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a good locker room guy. I feel like he's just fun to make fun of. But, I mean, it looks like he's a good locker room guy, and why not? If, Four year, fifty three mil. Like that's really, really cheap for someone like Grant Williams. So I have to give like a B plus or an A minus. I think the the A is justified for Grant Williams, considering Dallas does need the defense. They have no defense with Luca or Kyrie, but I think uh, bringing him in, he can be a solid defender for all positions, and um, he's just a good fit there. I think. Yeah. Andre, do you have any thoughts on Grant Williams going to Mavericks? Yeah, um, I think it was a good move as well. I mean, considering some of the contracts are going out, if it's uh, on the budget, I think it was a great move as well. Like, I, I thought he played, like, key minutes for Boston um, when they were going to those deep deep playoff runs. So, I like to move. Um, yeah, so I, I give it I give it, um, I give give it it a B plus. Contract, player, <laughs> what he brings. So, I like it. I think it's a good move. Back with the B pluses, but you know that's Back fine. <laughs> All right, just a few more um, free agents before we move on to Dame. I think there are a few more valuable pieces left in this free agency class that have not found a home yet, and you guys just let me know where you want them to end up in. Mm. All right, number one, Christian Wood. Where do you think we should he should end up? I think the three teams that I have for him, because I have a bunch of names written down here as well. Yeah. And catch, I want to say the next name, because the next guy, I, I'm actually really interested in this guy. Pause. I think for Christian Wood, 
either the Lakers, the Nets, or the Kings. Those are three spots that I can see him going. Just teams that kind of need a little bit of more offense on their team. And the Nets, I think the probably my number one team I would like to see him on. Because mm-hmm. I think Brooklyn is such an interesting case where they have a bunch of young guys. They have like half space. And they kind of want to tank when they traded away KD and Kyrie. But now they're in a position where they, they kind of have a chance to contend. Especially the East is kind of weakening up, I feel like, for the next few seasons. Like, they have a real chance to kind of go ahead and make a push right now. So, if he can go to, to, to Brooklyn, and I feel like Christian Wood, it's not going to take a lot to get him there. I feel like, I, I think I heard that no team is offering him more than, like, the minimum at this point, mm-hmm. which is insane. So, if I'm him, you get minutes, you play alongside great players, like, you're going you're gonna to have a good opportunity in, in, in Brooklyn. Why not go there? Fair enough, fair enough. I think Christian Wood in with the Warriors would be a really good fit considering they do need a big man as well. Uh, and if no team is offering a big contract, just a minimum, why not go to a place where Steph Curry's still in his prime, right? This is what I think, though. And Andre, I know you got a dip real soon, but any thoughts for Christian Wood? I was okay, I got one. Maybe this might be a little too bold of a take. What do you guys think about the Raptors? Considering that they don't really know what's going. All they have is Pearl on their in terms of their their five, but after that, they don't know who they have. Oh, I actually like that. That's my point. That's my point. I actually like that. If they yeah. don't know what direction they're going to, bring in a guy who might fill in a few holes, right? Exactly. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like I'm on the flip side on, on both the, the Warriors and the Raptors because Christian Wood, he's a horrible defender, and he's been a pretty bad locker room guy. I feel like with the Raptors, that's kind of the last thing I want is more bad locker room guys. <laughs> so I'll probably pass on him there. And, and for the Warriors, like, I think the Warriors need a big body. Like, they need a big center on their team. Wood is really a power forward. Like, he, he's kind of stuck in no man's land the way he plays. So I don't know. I feel like he needs to go on a team where he, he can – kind of be a, a four without having to to be too like i don't know pr- like focusing on defense because he's not that guy on defense mm-hmm. but if, if a team needs offense like the warriors like if they need some offense yeah like, it'd be it'd be good to go for him but just him being so bad defensively is the reason why he he's not getting contracts that's really why and yeah it's just unfortunate but if he can go to any of those teams and provide a good offensive boost then yeah i would like that okay but but i think Nets is a good option, like you said. Mm. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right, Andre. I know you got a dip now, right? Yeah, man. Sorry, bro. I got to take off. All good, bro. All, All good, good, bro. Appreciate you having on. No problem, man. It was fun, man. <laughs> All right, take you, care, man. All right, I'll see you guys. All right. So, uh, who was your next free agent that you had off? Yeah, I want to talk about Kelly Oubre. Because he's an interesting one that I feel like no one was talking about and no one has been talking about. And I feel like he's someone that can provide such an interesting aspect to to contenders that uh, he's someone that I would, I'll be offering like upwards of 20 mil to this guy. So wow, 20 mil? I would, yeah. I mean, he, he's, he averaged 20 points per game last season. He's a decent defender. Well, inefficiently, but yes. <laughs> I mean, we see him in, because there's one season in Phoenix that he, he started out. Oh, not started out. It was like the first half of the season. He was efficient. Yep. And it was just more about him wanting the ball too much that kind of killed it. But I feel like now in Charlotte, he's kind of settled into a role where he he's he's kind of like their third like the third guy, and he's not demanding the ball too much. So I feel like if he goes to a contender, like he'll understand that he's kind of he kind of is that guy that can just sit back and take these catch and shoot jumpers, attack when he needs to. And he's seen guys like especially this off season or this playoffs, 
Caleb Martin, like, he can definitely fill that role for a decent amount of teams. So, for, for me, I was thinking the Lakers could maybe use someone like him. Who do you think? Low-key, I've been thinking Denver. That's not I think, bad. I think a Denver fit would be nice, just because the loss of Bruce Brown definitely hurts. And um, he does provide a little bit more offense. I think, in my opinion, he's a better offensive player than Bruce Brown. Like, yeah. defensively, well, not so much. But... <laughs> I think um, if you lose Bruce Brown, you got to bring in a little bit more, um, let's say, offense to, to maybe try and offset what, whatever you lost. So Ubre to the Nuggets, to me, it sounds like a realistic option. I did have him going to the Bucks before they signed Malik Beasley. But uh, heading to Milwaukee is not a bad deal since like, they still need more wings. You can never have enough wings. Never know. Exactly. So... I think the Bucks or the Nuggets would be a viable option to me. Hmm. That's not bad. I also wrote down the Nets, obviously, and the Kings. The Kings was another one I, I, I like to see. But them resetting Harrison Barnes like kind of kills that for me. That's, I feel like, that's exactly why the Bucks were. I'm a little hesitant, right? Because Malik right. Beasley is going to eat up a lot of minutes. Yeah, and he kind of low-key demands minutes. But still, like, if he goes on a team that can that can provide him a good role, then I think he should go there, especially now that he has kind of no offers. For sure, for sure. Um, got a few more names, and I think some of them might surprise you. John Wall. I did not have that written down. John Wall. Yeah, because no one's thinking of this guy right now. No, that's crazy to me. I feel like he wasn't the worst when he was playing in L.A. Like, he could be a, a decent backup point guard. Like, not too much minutes, but... He's not, he's not a starting point guard anymore, no, I'm sorry. He's, probably not. he's not that anymore. Yeah. Uh, I think... We could not have a Russell Westbrook with um, Kevin Durant reunion. Why not have a John Wall and Bradley Beal reunion in Phoenix? Phoenix. Mm, he doesn't have to start. He doesn't have to start. No. All he has to do is come off the bench and play when Bradley Beal plays. <laughs> I like that. If he stands for the minimum, why not bring us exactly. someone like John Wall? Yeah, that's a good one. Mm, I'm trying to think right now. A team that could use a backup point guard in the playoffs. Hmm. I'm entirely sure. Maybe maybe in Sacramento. I can see Sacramento. Maybe maybe not Utah. I was gonna say Utah be just because they have Sexton, <laughs> but I feel like they want to move move on from Sexton and maybe bring in someone like a like maybe they need more vets. I, I, I just think so. Like all these young teams, like they I don't even want to rebuild, but you still need space for some of these older guys to kinda guide <laughs> your, your younger players. Yeah. Like these past all star caliber players, although they're not at that level anymore, they can still definitely provide something for these teams. Exactly, yeah. There's a space otherwise, for all these guys. Yeah. Otherwise John Wall's also heading to Mexico with to play with Demarcus Cousins. Like <laughs> <laughs> the, that it's criminal that Cousins and Howard don't have contracts. I feel like both of those guys have some Deserve. kind of space have, here. I thought he should have stayed in Milwaukee when he was playing there. Right. But I guess they just wanted to free up some cap space, which is unfortunate. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, come on, Myers Leonard like Boogie can provide more than Myers Leonard, and Myers I Leonard was playing. I think so too, but I think there's you bring in John Wall, you bring in Cousins. There's also the injury concerns that come along with. That's yeah, sure. Yeah, and if you bring in these guys and they can't provide because of their bodies, uh, might as well just bring someone a little more mediocre to mm. fill out the roster, I, right? Yeah, I can see that as a good direction to go to. Any other names? Yeah, I want to maybe talk about Jalen Noel from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Surprised that he hasn't had a contract. He's one of these guys that, not not I say like Tyus Jones with defense. Like he's kind of the role that I, I see him in, like a three and D guy. 
maybe not the greatest shooter, but he can p- do pick and roll. He can play about 15 to 20 minutes a game. It doesn't hurt to bring him in for a team that needs a guard. So I had the Warriors as a great option for that. You have Chris Paul and Steph Curry, yeah, but like you need someone that can just be a rugged on defense, like be that Gary Payne for them, like even the Juan Toscano Anderson, he can kind of fill that role in a way. So I mean, if any contenders need a backup guard, and if there's any injury scares, like I'm, I'm totally fine with Nimola being that that guy that can pick up those minutes. Teams that need a backup point guard, I think, still include like Milwaukee. It wouldn't hurt to bring bring Noel into a system like that. Or even, like, a fringe playoff team. Chicago doesn't seem like a bad choice either, considering they just lost Pat Bev, like, yeah. like I alluded earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, even the team like Indiana, like, a lot of these teams that want to make a push for the playoffs, like, you need guys like this. And I think Indiana has done a great job this season of bringing in guys, like, even, like, Obi Toppin they brought in this season. Oh, like, for sure, yeah. Like, it's important to bring some of these guys, like, you can add on the fringe that if things go south or if you need an extra body, like, you have a quality player that can fill those minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it'd be great for these younger guys to get opportunities as well, if even on like a minimum contract, right? Yeah. Uh, just a few more names that I want to list, list off. TJ Warren. TJ we've Warren. seen him. Ex- we've seen him explode back in um, Indy, but not really ever since. But I think TJ Warren could be, you know, that uh, trash minutes type of guy. Still give you like. 15 in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I, I, I can see maybe going to OKC, like a team that one that makes, wants to make a push. You don't have the greatest scoring options out there. Like, I love Isaiah Joe, but like, if you can give those runs to TJ Warren, and if you're making a push, like, he could definitely help you. Like, maybe not the greatest defensively, but if he can shoot, he can ball, ball handle a little bit, be someone on the outside that can hit some of these shots. Yeah, why not bring in someone like that in? I say New Orleans. All their bench guys are defensive-minded, or not so much offensively. Uh, you bring in an offensive guy, and you like if if your Brandon Ingram sits, if your CJ McCollum sits, TJ Warren can be your main ball guy because he's done that before, and everyone around him can play defense. So right. why not have that? Try that out, right? Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Hell yeah, I make good fits. They just yeah, that was that was interesting, dude. That was like that's a good aspect. Hmm. Hmm. I feel uh, I feel like we're running low on on a bit of time. Maybe you want yeah. should we move on to the to the Dame talk or everything? Just I just wanted to pull out one last free agent. One last one. Okay, okay, okay. Bull, bull. Dude, Bull Bull is not on the roster, bro. He sucks. Bull. I'm sorry. Bull Bull. I think San Antonio should considering. Oh my god, dude! For the Twin Towers. Though. For the Twin Towers, I think that'd be a fun. Thing to try out. They're not competing at any time soon. I'm sorry. They're not competing. What if Wemby is the GOAT? What if he pops off? You never then know. he'll carry Bobo to a championship. You mean Bobo will carry him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bobo, like, I think there's just some fit issues and, and some character issues that I was hearing about. That's the reason I feel like he wasn't even on the roster. But, I don't know. If anyone can whip him into shape, it's Pop. It's Pop? It's not Spo, maybe, maybe, maybe. No, maybe, Miami has too much centers. They have Yurtsevin over there. Like, <laughs> Yurt they're blessed. They're blessed. Plum, no, not Plumley. Um, Zeller. Zeller, yeah. I was thinking of the other white guy. But... Damn, bro. <laughs> Jovic? Who else is on that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Dame. Yeah, let's go. Dame. Okay. Um. Obviously, there is always a chance that he stays in Portland. That'd be hilarious, but that's sure. That is true, cause uh. It happened to someone before, I think. Oh, it happened to a lot of players, like Kobe. 
Kobe's requested a trade out of yeah. LA a few times and Hampton Duncan never, as well. Yeah, exactly. Never never got it done. Who knows? And I don't think Dirk's ever requested, but still. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think so. Maybe he did. I don't know. Maybe before the, maybe. Before the twenty tens, maybe he did. Maybe. Okay. I think there is a chance that because Portland already told Dame, we gave you that contract. We don't owe you to send you where you want to go. Yeah, and that's valid. Like they, Dame should have argued. He should have tried to get a no trade clause. You know what I'm saying? Like he should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> but that didn't happen, right? So um, I think Dame doesn't have to be traded, in my opinion. No. He can, he can be unhappy. He can try and sit out, but I don't think he's the type of player to do that. I think Dame still wants to compete. He still wants to play. He's not the Ben Simmons type to be like, nah. What do you mean by that, man? Nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> but I think there's a chance he'll stay with the Blazers. Mm-hmm. If he does, that'd be a great fit with him and Scoot. But, mm-hmm. I mean, him saying all these things does kill his trade value a lot for some of these teams. Like, I think Boston does have an interesting package because I, I, have, I have three trade scenarios I, I, I had written down here and Boston was one of them and I mean, a team like Boston, like, would you want to give up all that when you're hearing all these rumblings about him being, like, unhappy and stuff? Like, it does change your mind on some of these things. Like, before, like, if Dame was like, I'm open to go anywhere, so many teams would be lining up and giving, like, the kitchen sink for him. Exactly. But now, but now it's a bit tough. Bro, like, some teams would be giving up. Like, OKC would probably give up all their draft picks, all 35 <laughs> draft picks just for Dame. All 35. <laughs> But uh, knowing that he has literally Miami as the only choice and possibly a few other low-key names that hasn't been announced, it's harder to decide where he should go. Right. But let's say he does go to Miami. What would be a viable trade package and a third team to send Tyler Hero to? Yeah, I, I think for, hmm, for, for that package, it's probably just the, the Brooklyn deal where Tyler Hero goes to Brooklyn. Dame goes to Miami, and then a bunch of salary and and Ben Simmons goes to Portland. So I think yeah. Ben Simmons in Portland wouldn't be too bad. It'd be so funny to me if he gets traded for Dame because that'd be like him getting traded for for Harden, and he's been even worse, and he gets traded for Dame. <laughs> like he gets traded yeah, for someone better. <laughs> that'd be that'd be great. No, but I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the fit for okay, I don't know. I don't know why I'm making this about Simmons now, but like Simmons is fit in Portland would actually be pretty sick. Maybe he won't get the most minutes, but he'll get more touches. Like he'll play with some. Like more playmakers, I feel like, than he has in, in Brooklyn. I mean, what what would the starting lineup be? Uh, Scoot, Simmons, Grant, Simmons, Simmons and then Jokic. Yeah, I mean, you have to bring either either Sharper or Simmons off the bench. So yeah, Simmons would be would be maybe the three or four. I'm probably bring Sharp off the bench. Yeah, for now, probably yeah. Probably, but if he develops well, I'm trading Simmons. Yeah, I was, I was even contemplating, like, training Simons. I think it's too early, but, like, if I see a little bit of a glimpse, I'm training Simons as fast as I can. Because that trade value is sky high at that moment. Yeah, and that contract yeah. is big, too. And you, it's, and some of this money... Of a, I don't think it's that bad of a contract. What? Is it 490? Or 500. It's, like, 20 mil a year. Is it, actually? Yeah, it's not that bad of a contract. Like, obviously, it's a lot, but... That's a bargain, I feel like. It's a bargain for his type of player. Yeah, for the production he provided. I mean, exactly. maybe they brought on a shit team. Like, maybe he's just an empty calories guy, like you said before, with some of these guys. 
But mm-hmm. yeah, twenty mil doesn't seem that bad. Like his trade value is probably yeah for twenty mil. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's what I'm saying, right? But yeah, I think, I think if Dane goes to Miami, they're winning the chip. Yeah, their their roster is pretty star studded, and they, and the the fit is the thing. Like Bam and Jimmy have already been really good. You bring in like a guy that fills up all their issues because their issue is scoring. Like scoring has always been their issue. And you bring in one of the best scorers in the league, yeah, like that's that's, oh, that's game over. That's game it over. is game over. Yeah, all so, health, and they're all I'm... all healthy guys. I feel like when it comes to playoff times, like all yeah, the big minutes, they don't like you see Jimmy Butler get injured and he still plays it, although not the best. He can still fall out yeah. from time to time. Bam yeah. is just a consistent guy. He doesn't get injured, and if he does, he he recovers fast. And Dame, the only major injury he had was the abdominal one, and. The next season, he bounces back right away. So I think that's a very high chance of Miami winning the chip next year if he goes there. Right, right. And for Brooklyn, good fit for Tyler Hero. Develop even better. Exactly. Develop even more, yeah. Simmons? We'll, we'll see how he goes. We'll, <laughs> we'll see how he turns out. <laughs> he's, he's coming back next season, I'm telling you, man. Sure? I'm sure. In Brooklyn? Or elsewhere? Okay, we'll see. But like wherever he okay. goes, he's he's back, bro. He's back. I'm telling you, dude. Everyone's okay. sleeping on him, dude. Y'all snoring right. on him. Okay. All right. Okay. Bro. All right, dude. Uh, I think speaking of Brooklyn, Dame to Brooklyn isn't too bad either. Dame to Brooklyn. Mm. Dame to Brooklyn. Obviously, Ben Simmons would have to be in that deal. Of course, like he's just the best player in that deal. But... Uh, salary, yes, but. <laughs> I think Dame going to Brooklyn provides a lot of interesting um, chances and opportunities for Bridges as well. Because now there's a definitive number one option compared to Bridges doing his best. <laughs> but you combine him with an Iron Man, and that's a top five seed in the East. That's, that's interesting, yeah. And it, it'd be a place where Dame could be the number one guy. Like, he would still fulfill his wish in a way. Yeah. But he's in a better situation, considering uh, the roster's not in a aimless direction. Uh, the players around him have been in the playoffs, and um, he, has a, he has a solid number two next to him. Yeah. A lot of trustworthy guys are on, on the ends. Like, you have Cam Johnson. Like, Cam, I love Cam Johnson on a playoff team. Like, he's someone that can play upwards of 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Dame to, like, I think Brooklyn definitely is, like, they can go to win-now mode if they want. Oh, I, I feel like Brooklyn's always in win-now mode, considering they're just in New York. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah that, that's an interesting one. Brooklyn can always just do, they can say, oh, we're going to um, relocate again, and teams will be like, yo, let's go. Like <laughs> <laughs> think about Brooklyn, I think that the thing that puts them over the edge is, is Mikhail Bridges being, like, the ultimate number two or three guy. Like, I think players would just love to play with him. Like, he seems like a, a great guy. To... He seems like a great guy, honestly. He's probably one of my, like, top favorite players right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, everyone love loves him. him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just love watching him play, too. <laughs> do a celebration, bro. Can you do a celebration? <laughs> Ooh, God. You don't a... know it. You don't know I, it. I know, I know. But just, I, I wasn't sure if it was, like, two fingers or three fingers. Oh, you, you saw the WNBA player do it wrong. Bro, Mikhail Bridges <laughs> called her out, dude. It's like this, dude. It's like that. What, what did she do? She did this, I think. Bro, what are you doing? <laughs> like, does she know that this is for? 
Like, this is four. <laughs> not, that's not a three-pointer. This is a three-pointer. This is a four-pointer, bro. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I think you should have done, like, Spider-Man or something. No, if, if you do that, you're off the team. Like, if I'm the coach, you're on the bench, dude. What? That's Cordy, oh, my... man. That's Cordy. Bro, Miles Morales from Brooklyn. Like... If you do, okay, if you do that in a game, I, I don't know. I feel some type of way. All right. But All right. another interesting package I want to bring up, may, not package, but, like, just a, a theoretical swap of Lillard and Zion, maybe. I, w- I had that one, too. Because people were talking about the, the, the Scoot Henderson, like, oh, trade Scoot for Zion, like, the third pick for Zion. What if you trade Lillard for Zion? Like, that that would be interesting as well, because Zion's still super young. He's about 23. Like, he's Why not give it a shot, right? Why not yeah. give it a chance? Like, he, he's someone that can fit on the roster. Like, yeah, you have Jeremy Grant, but, like, Zion could easily fill the four. Maybe get rid of Nurkic at that point, because that, that fit's going to be a bit tough. Zion can play in the five. I think Zion can play in the five. No, nah, he can't. He's pretty bad defensively. Like he's he's horrendous. Like he's really bad. I mean, there you have some bad defensive fives, and they work out fine. Like who? I'm I'm out here thinking like Jonas Valanciunas. They're not in the playoffs, and when they're in the playoffs, he's not playing. Like he's a solid regular season guy. Yeah, regular season. Yeah, but like in the playoffs, like if you want to push, like. Zion's easily the four. You need a five that can maybe stretch the floor. Or, or mm. Like, Brooke Lopez would be the ultimate guy beside, beside Zion. But like if you could bring someone like that, like a shooting big that can play make it a little bit, maybe Nurkic can be that. You never know. But Scoot, Zion, I'd love to see it, honestly. And I love uh, Dame reunites with CJ. Maybe they can actually have a chance now. Right, You have right. Brandon Ingram, the solid number two option right there. Right. And a bunch of defensive studs off the bench. Yeah, like it's, it's like they just have like the Pelicans, but Dame would just be like maybe a piece or two away from being contenders as well. Maybe they might already be contenders. That's, if they bring in Bobo, dude, bro, Bobo's shit. <laughs> uh, I have one last team, mm-hmm. Philly. Yeah, James Harden and Dame swap. I I had I had the same thing, but I had. I had the Brooklyn Nets coming in here as well, giving up Simmons to the Blazers, a little bit of picks, and then Tobias so, Harris. So regardless, it's just Simmons always going to Portland. Yes, dude. Maybe that's my agenda, Ryan. All right, is there an issue? Maybe that's my it's agenda. A it's a cannon event. That's what that's what you got right there. <laughs> Real. But like, it just makes the most sense for salary, obviously. Salary, yes. Fit, we need to see. But I think if Simmons does end up with the Blazers, he has a chance to finally be himself. Uh, play how he wants to, and they don't need to do anything because they're going to trade the, uh, Jeremy Grant at the deadline, regardless. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> and Nurkic, like they're going full rebuild. Nurkic is gone. I think Nurkic is gone. I love if, Nurkic. If Dame, though. if Dame is gone, Nurkic is gone. That's true. Yeah, you kind of have to get rid of them with both. Yeah. I think that's those are the teams, in my opinion. San Antonio might be a dark horse if they want to compete right away with Wemby. They probably shouldn't though. Like. Let, let him develop on his own, right? Yeah. That's and what I, I think. I, uh, I, had the, I had Boston with Jalen Brown and Lillard mm-hmm. having a swap, maybe. I don't maybe see that happening, it. though. The thing is, I don't see that happening. I, I could see this happening more than the Philly deal, honestly. Oh, even though James Harden wants out of Philly. Jalen Brown hates the Celtics. They hate, they hate the Celtics. They yeah, hate but it. he's the only place that can offer him the Supermax. That, that, yeah, see, that's the only thing that would probably change that up for me. But, like, if... If it if it, if it came down to like just like you're looking at the situations, Lillard to Boston like him and Tatum are good friends like his fit there is pretty good too, and 
Blazers get Jalen Brown. Like his fit there's also really good. He fits the timeline kind of like he he's twenty six I think. Well, like, he's a better timeline fit than Dame is. Yeah, yeah, he is. I just don't see it happening because you want to get the bag. Yeah, if Brown didn't make All NBA team, that definitely no, that probably would have been done. That yeah, probably would have been done. He probably already would have been gone by now. Like first day of free agency, he would have been gone. But now he's thinking. Yeah. A lot of possible destinations, but I think the most viable ones are still Miami, Brooklyn, maybe New Orleans, and Philly. Yeah, the, I have but, to agree with those ones as well. Yeah, but uh, who knows? Maybe some team will pull a trigger like we did for Kawhi. Oh, that that would be insane if, if one of these random teams come up and pull the trigger. Or do you think that could, like, what team Chicago. do you think that could happen? I think Chicago could pull with Zach Levine, maybe. Zach Levine, Lonzo for salary as well, and and some first round. They have no first round picks. That's the only issue. Yeah, like <laughs> they they're kind of fucked. But hey, you never know. Like maybe because the Raptors traded one first round pick. Like we traded one. That's one true. No, but that was for an injury, like a Kawhi Leonard coming okay, off so an injury. Here's right? what we do: Dame fakes an injury, Ooh. and then they trade him. And he says he's unhappy with the doctors. Oh, interesting. Oh. Interesting. Or. They all go to Golden State. True, true. That's <laughs> so bro, that, like the greatest pokers of our generation all on one team, bro. Oh my and God. John Wall says, hey, let me in on this Hey, team. fuck it. Let me hop in, dude. <laughs> it's a four-guard lineup with Draymond. With Draymond, yeah. What about Clay? What's, what's up with Clay? Clay? Clay can be the spark off the bench by that point. Yeah, true, yeah. That's funny. Interesting, dude. Yeah, that that's all I have for today. Um yeah. it's a shame that Andre couldn't stay on, but uh had some good talks with him, although he did give a lot of B pluses, but Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess he just didn't want to offend anyone. He's a fair he's like a fair grader, bro. Like B plus <laughs> is the safest grade you could give anyone, dude. And I us out here. D C yeah, C A plus A plus <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh you can end this. Yeah, of course. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Quarter Kings with their hosts Austin Chang and Ryan Hugh. And we hope to see you in two weeks. <laughs> I keep forgetting. <laughs>